Hi guys, welcome back to the Espresso Thoughts podcast. I have to introduce today's show because Andrew is going down on an ice cream sandwich and his mouth is a little bit full. Crushing it. Um, but welcome to this lovely Sunday. We're glad to be speaking with you. Andrew put to- together today's topic, so I'm just here for the entertainment to offer good advice why don't you talk about our week while i continue to enjoy this ice cream sandwich oh, let's see this week i barely got through it <laughs> oh it was such a long week like such a long week i think by friday i was so done anyway but got back in the gym on friday I'm officially saw a shape's not funny Tried to do 50 push-ups. It was, like, so difficult. It wasn't even funny. Like, it was so difficult to do 50 push-ups. And that's just sad. Like, I could barely finish it. And I'm so sore in my chest region for, like, the last two days. All weekend I've been sore in my chest region. Um, Lower body-wise, felt pretty good. Felt strong on my squats for how long it's been. Seems like it had been a while before I... It had been, like, a little bit since, like... I'd been in the gym when I got my bad neck injury, and then I, like, hadn't really fully gotten in, back in the gym since then. So it's been, like, forever. And heart-wise, cardio-wise, I'm definitely, like, a little out of shape there as well. Not quite conditioned as I should be. Um, yeah. I mean, how many push-ups would you do beforehand? Or would you just be able to bust out 50 and not just to feel as sore as tired? I used to be able to do, like... 30 without stopping easily and i would definitely oh, really yeah wow that but now like I, I had to stop in between a whole bunch like i stopped and did like 10 and then 10 and then 10 and it's again i haven't done upper body workouts in like months yeah so it's been a while sad been a while but this guy over here goes to the gym like once a year and makes it look like easy <laughs> <laughs> not really he goes a little more often than that the but. secret is light weights and short repetitions that's how you make it look easy <laughs> what you do not use light weights though i do you do like a billion push-ups Mm-mm. you do no no you i do don't... so many push-ups and you use very heavy weights no i i they look really heavy when i was going like consistently i was about 10 pounds heavier on the weights we should go consistently. Yeah, we can talk about that. <laughs> we have soccer season coming up. We need to live our best life. Because if we die tomorrow, we'll be sad if we didn't live our best life. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. That's one reason I'd be sad. Yeah. Uh, so. Anything else fun this weekend? Yesterday, we, Andrew had this great idea to be gone all day yeah all day long oh on my one day off, on one of my no, one of my you, days off you've had three days off now Shh. anyway <laughs> yes i had three days off but i still work over 40 hours this week so That's impressive not the point though the point is we decided to go to portland for the day ish we went to gresham first to get my subaru serviced that was fun. That took a while. Took like an hour. Luckily, we had Monopoly to keep us entertained. Oh, sorry to keep. Then we went to Sunnyside, which is like 20 minutes away. 
Andrew got him. We went to New Seasons Market. Andrew got himself a grilled cheese with extra cheese and bacon. Yep. Valerie and I went to like the de- cold deli area, and we got like a box filled with like kale salad and like green beans and like whatever random stuff they had, and we like ate that for breakfast. Yeah. And then we went over to the pastry section. Took about 20 minutes to figure out which pastry we were going to each take one bite out of. So long. We finally settled on a bear claw. And then I got a cup of their, like, drip coffee because it was super cold out. Stumped down. I don't think that... Anyway, the coffee, not super great. No. Stumped down. Sorry. Anyway. um, The bear claw was not a disappointment. But again, we didn't even finish it between the two of us. We both took like three bites because we just wanted to taste it. You know, we didn't really want to eat it because we're both like. Plus, you guys can't really deal with sugar that well. Well, it's it's mostly because we know it's not good for us. It's exactly. It's not because we didn't want to eat the whole thing. That's true. Because <laughs> we're like, you know, gotta keep it tight. You know? <laughs> just worked out. Need to stay fit. Yeah. And then we went to Clackamas Town Center. Didn't do much there besides hit of American Eagle and get jeans. We Everyone all did. Everyone got jeans. Belts. Yeah. Left there. Went to a college soccer game because we recently found out that one of the people we used to coach is now on the Multnomah women's soccer team. Mm-hmm. So we went to watch the game. It was their first game of the season, preseason. It was super fun. I thought they overall had like a pretty good team for being their first game ever. Yeah, it's also a brand new program. Their so. keeper was really good. Yeah, she was. She was good. So I feel like if they get their midfielders and attackers really confident in what they're doing, they'll have a great season. Yeah. Um. Overall, though, I mean, definitely yeah. great, great first game. Great first game. For a brand I was new impressed program. just overall is how I mean it's obvious these people have played so- lots of soccer before. Correct, yeah. Which is why, so it's not like it's their first time playing at a soccer game, but definitely like good movement for like what it, compared to what I was expecting. Yeah, as far totally. as everyone really hustled. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't see that as much in like less what do you call it advanced? I don't know less. I don't know. And sometimes you don't see that, not just in, like, women's soccer, just in soccer, period, that's not as advanced or whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was cool. Definitely hustled. Left the soccer game a little early. Yeah. And then. Only, like, five or ten minutes There's this really yummy restaurant I loved eating at that we wanted to go to. It's in downtown Portland, though. Ugh. We decided not to go there. Why was that? Because Portland has their demonstrations where the Antifa goes and closes off a couple blocks and claims they're just going to protest. Although I haven't checked the news to see if there's been anyone that got hurt from this demonstration. But it's one of those demonstrations where businesses will close because they fear that they might like have their windows smashed and that kind of stuff. So... Something we really wish Portland is just would get on top of and figure out, but so sadly, pretty much wasn't a lot of businesses were closing early or playing it by ear because of this, and it wasn't really worth trying to go downtown. Yeah, so we didn't do that. Super sad. We went back. Uh, Actually, we went drove like kind of had to drive through Portland, but we went to Primal Burger. Mm -hmm. 
had dinner, early dinner-ish, and yeah. then we went and did a little bit more shopping at Nordstrom Rack. Yes. And we went inside Hobby Lobby thinking that, like, we'd find some good, like, decor stuff that would be, like, fairly, like, affordable. Oh, my gosh, everything in there is so expensive. Yeah. It's so expensive. There are so many cool things, but, but it is really so expensive. But really cool and overwhelming, so we didn't buy anything. We just ended up leaving. <laughs> overwhelming, overpriced. Very overwhelming, but maybe their stuff is, like, much... Higher quality? Yeah. I don't know. At the same time, maybe it's not overpriced. Maybe they, like, don't use, like, slave labor to make other stuff, like the Dollar Tree store does. That'd be great. You know, maybe that's why it costs, like, what I would charge if I made that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> But honestly, maybe they are using slave labor. Like, we don't really know, you know. Yeah. Sadly... super expensive compared to other places where you get similar type stuff. But maybe their stuff's higher quality. I don't know. And sadly, we don't have a garage to store anything. So that made our shopping trip a little easier there. It was kind of more to just check it out because I'd never been in one. It was yeah. definitely a cool place to go if you had a lot of money and place to store stuff. You know, because cool they definitely place have decor. For decor. Yeah. All right, cool. And then, yeah, we got home pretty late. Cleaned up, did laundry, took a shower, went to bed, woke up this morning. Started a new day. Yep. Productive, productive. feel like we started off our morning pretty productive and then... Oh, so much work. We had some relaxing time and now we're trying to finish off with some productivity by recording a podcast and then going and playing tennis, maybe. So, Andrew, what did you prepare for us? I prepared a one-word chapter for this podcast one word chapter yep what does that mean it means there's only one word to describe what this podcast is going to be about i doubt that just one word and that word is babies we nope that's a kitten not a baby we're talking about humans baby humans oh it's a goat (laughs) close um let's talk a little about what we're going to do, this is not a, a baby announcement whatsoever for family that listen or close friends. Um, but what are we going to do when we raise our kids from baby to toddler to whatever? Um, so I have some questions for you. We'll preface this by saying that I'm sure we'll change our minds some once we get Correct. there. And I'm sure we'll sure learn we'll play a lot. It by ear. Yep. And just because other people don't do the same don't do the same thing as we think we're going to do doesn't mean they're wrong. We're, we're criticizing right. them at all. We have no idea about how we're to raise a kid. Not criticizing anyone's child choices. <laughs> and frankly, this is just how we just think we will do we it. Feel. Yeah. yeah. As two inexperienced young adults. Um. Question number one. This is actually just just for you because I I guess I could answer it, but it definitely needs to go to you first. And that is, are you planning on breastfeeding, bottle feeding, or formula feeding your child? Dude, formula is bottle feeding. But you could pump into a bottle and still feed a baby I'm sure from a bottle. I, I plan to breastfeed and then maybe pump if I need to along the way now when you breastfeed are you supposed to stick to like a routine like every few hours or is it just when, when they're baby? born i think you feed them like every two hours like Oof. consistently when they're little man when they're little you do talk about no sleep 
Not forever, just when they're little. <laughs> Still, though, I mean, that is no sleep. That it's would... a little baby. It relies on. I know, but I mean, fed. You want you get like little two-hour naps while the baby's napping, like. Yeah. Rough, rough. Um, gonna have to wait. Can you have caffeine while you're breastfeeding or no? Because you're not supposed you to have can't. caffeine. No, you can have both. Just. In correct and limited quantities. Correct. Because during pregnancy, you can have like an eight ounce cup or something maybe, or a small amount. Um, huh. Well, I mean, if you did end up pumping, would you allow your husband to bottle feed the baby? Yeah. Okay. But you, you would probably prefer to just breastfeed. Well, I'm sure when they're little, yeah. And then I'm sure you could do some pumping and feeding with a bottle if you were like want to go somewhere. Yeah. What are the biggest benefits of breastfeeding your baby? Um, probably uh, there's a lot. I know it there really affects lot. their immune system. And how is that? And they get like the fir- when they're first born, they get the colostrum from the mother's milk. Sorry, the what colostrum? Yeah, and that has like or cholesterol. Ton- col- colostrum, and that has like so many benefits for the baby. What is colostrum? I've and never heard that word before. it's also bonding. I've never heard that You've word. Never before. heard of colostrum? No, never heard. You of are colostrum. not a farm kid. Of course not. Everyone knows what colostrum is. Like, I remember when we were, like, bottle feeding baby goats or something. Because, like, the moms would have, like, so much me kids at once. Yeah. Like, the first three weeks, they would produce colostrum. And whatever, like, we'd have to milk extra. Because, like, otherwise they could get mastitis. Because the babies wouldn't suck enough out. Oh, boy. Mastitis is when you don't pump or don't breastfeed enough compared to what you're producing. So uh-huh. you're producing a whole lot. You, you might need to pump extra just so you don't get, like, mastitis. Huh. Because you produce so much milk. Gotcha. But we'd have to, like, milk the goats, and I remember they would have, like, colostrum. And, like, my mom would be like, drink it. It's so good for you. But it's, like, a darker color. It's, like, a yellowish color. Ooh. But it's really good for you. It's really good for you. And they have, like, colostrum supplements, I'm pretty sure, nowadays. Interesting. But, yeah, the first three weeks, I think that's the first three weeks. I could be wrong. On, like, any animal, like, mammal, like, humans mm-hmm. other animals is like you produce colostrum which is really important for the baby yeah and then there's lots of things that reasons why breastfeeding is really important i'm pretty sure there's other ones like they even say affects like the baby's brain development but I know that's mentioned... just the main ones i know of is yeah. like the immune system and like it's really good from essential like nutrients they need how how is that i mean how does how does the breast milk like how does it produce the correct, you know, I guess, how would it transfer the antibodies or help develop the immune system through the breast milk? I mean, it's how probably it was intended to be perfect food Yeah. for the baby. It's from the mother's breasts. <laughs> That's true. That's how it is with all animals that and is all true. humans. But. That is true. And I, you did mention one other thing, and that was bonding. How is that? How is... I mean, I've never done it, so I just know from, like, my mom and other people I know yeah. who breastfed. But, like, what, what, what is it that creates the bond? Is it just uh, the closeness you have, or your like, voice? like, a release of... What's it called? Hormone of some uh, sort? Uh, what's it called? Endorphins maybe get released? Mm. I don't know. See, I had heard... That due to the fact that your baby's vision is only about six inches to a foot, that when it's breastfeeding, it's seeing its mom's face the whole time and is therefore creating a bond that way because the very yeah. first thing it's seeing basically while it's feeding is just 
His mom. The breast and yeah, babies. The face. Babies love to like stare at their mom when they're breastfeeding. Yeah. And they also like like to pull on their hair and like just squeeze them like this. Squeeze what? They squeeze the boob. Yeah. <laughs> like when babies breastfeed, they like go like this as they're sucking on it, just yeah. kind of squeezing it, and they like just stare at their mom. It yeah. Goes. <laughs> it's really funny. Oh man, I I would probably <laughs> be a little bit scared. Um. As far as the immune system, I'd heard that if a baby gets sick, that when the baby is breastfeeding, um, the mother's body will actually, like, basically discover what kind of sickness the baby has through its saliva and will actually pump the antibodies through the breast milk into the baby to help the baby get better sooner. That's cool. Have you, have you ever heard about that? Probably. <laughs> I mean, it's just like... Sounds cool. It's fascinating because, again, since the mom has lived longer, she has built up antibodies to a lot of diseases and viruses and sicknesses. Maybe so the mom's body God would... intended it is for us babies to be breastfed. Yeah. Basically, they can survive with formula, and formula is an option, but... Correct. Because sure not was, everyone can breastfeed. It's, an, it's impossible to create formula that's like breast milk. Yeah. Not, nothing can be perfect like it. Um, are you going to tell your child no? Yes. <laughs> I'm going it, to tell them no. Questions. I mean, some people don't believe in the, the negative aspect that that can bring by telling little, your child ch- no. I believe little children thrive in a world of boundaries and mm-hmm. consistency. Yeah. I think those are the two things that are most important for little kids, is boundaries and consistency. Being consistent is really important, but also... Having structure, sorry, structure is what I'm thinking. Structure and consistency are yeah. really important for, I think, little kids in development. Totally. A good Emotion, foundation. Especially if they're emotionally developing. Yeah. Structure, consistency, boundaries. Yeah. And I don't ever believe on taking out your frustration or anger. Never be frustrated or angry when you are disciplining them. Yeah. That's also, I think, really not good. Well, that goes into our next question. Are you going to spank your child? I think I might do that little tap on the butt when they're little, little. Uh-huh. As a, like, help them learn, no, when this happens, you receive pain. But I don't believe in really spanking kids. Yeah. Once they're, like, over like, the age of four years old. Because I think it's just kind of pointless at that point. Like Yeah. I'm going to discipline them in other ways. <laughs> like I don't really think I don't really feel comfortable spanking like like an eight year old. Even that my eight year old, yeah. Like it's just you can do. They're so like you can do many other effective ways of discipline. Whereas spanking is not that effective. And I don't believe that I have to like beat my child in order to discipline them. Yeah, especially after the age of four. Normally they can comprehend. Like uh, once they're over a certain age, it's just stupid to just spank them. them. It's just it. dumb. Like, But when they're little, and it could be effective. Yeah. Especially when they're like little, little. But Correct. not by a spanking. I'm not talking about spanking them hard with like mm. a whip. I'm talking about like. Well, not a whip. Like, I don't mean that. Like when they're a. My mom would always say when they're a little baby and, like, you're teaching them to hold still when you change their diaper uh-huh. and they keep moving around, you give them a tiny flick on their bottom with your finger yeah. like that and they feel pain, 
but they learn every time I move, I get a flick on my bottom, and they don't really know where it's coming from. They just know that every time I move around, mm-hmm. when I get my diaper changed, I get a flick on my bottom. Oh, that's... And then you teach them to hold still when they're getting their diaper changed. Yeah, and then after the age of four, you can just verbally but, communicate to yeah, them that so that's wrong. I, I don't know exactly to what extent I'll take spanking when they're little. Yeah. Or like that sort of concept of some type of physical pain yeah. to learn, but... Overall, it's not really effective past a certain age at all. It's just, like, there are kids, I think, who will tolerate being spanked. And then there are kids who, like, will not tolerate being spanked. I know I've seen it. And, yeah. like, it, sh- it, you can't get anywhere with it. You're not actually disciplining them. You're just causing more chaos to the situation. Yeah, totally. Well, that's good. Good to know. Um, are you going to have your baby sleep in the same room as you until a certain age? Or are yeah, you going to have them in I'm a nursery? Sure. No, when they're little, I'm sure you want to stay with you. Huh? When they're little, yeah, they have to be with you. You're not going to like just get up and go No, you have to nurse them every two hours. You need them to be next to you. Aren't you afraid, though, of like rolling over? No, you can have them in a, in a co-crib, like a crib that's hooked to your bed, and they sleep in the crib. Gotcha. No, when they're older, no. Uh, what Definitely age will you move put them, them to bed in the nursery? I don't know. I'll figure that out. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know. All right, that's good enough. What age would you put your? You don't know either, do you? <laughs> well, I mean, as soon as you're not having to do a two-hour breastfeed, I'd say you just move them in. I'd say whenever they can sleep all night on their own, they don't need to eat in the night at all. Correct. Well. I would say even if they need to eat in the night, as long as it's not a two-hour time frame. Why? Like, if, like if they can sleep and I then don't... they sleep and when they wake up, they might be hungry. You saying you don't want to sleep with the baby in the bedroom? I'm just afraid of enabling. Enabling that's... what? Making it easier for the first grants of breastfeeding? Maybe. Or you can pump and have your husband get up and, bre- and bottle feed. That's another reason sleep. why bottle feeding works. Um... I guess the next question is then is are you gonna have a rocking chair yes, in the nursery or a room that every- baby sleeps in? You have a rocking chair everywhere in your room. Rocking chairs are the best. Put a rocking chair in your living room. Put a rocking chair in your front porch. Put a rocking chair. Rocking chairs all de bomb. Now I did I love rocking chairs. I did have the follow up question that is why is it that babies will normally fall asleep to the rocking sensation of a rocking chair? Because it's very soothing. I don't know. You don't know? I have a theory, and I don't know if I heard this somewhere or I just came up with it. But I think it's because in the womb, they're like kind of, as you're walking as a mom, they're kind of rocking a little bit. Yeah. And so when you're rocking in the rocking chair, it almost reminds them of being in the womb. (laughs) Calms them down. And calms them down, of course. Now, as to some babies, you'll. Well, all I know is you pick up a baby and you instantly want to bounce them a little bit, move back and forth, and they're way happier. You don't want to just sit there and be like, Eh. Correct. Again. Every time we see a guy pick up a baby, he they just like hold them perfectly still, and it's like, They're yeah, so the baby doesn't like that. You need to rock back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Hop, you know, move them up and down. They like to move. That's true. How do babies know their mother's voice out of the womb? I don't know. Probably because they recognize it from being in the womb. I know, right? Yeah. Obviously. It's so weird, though. That, like... It's not weird. They're right here the whole time. They're with their mom. I know. But still, crazy. They probably know everything going on while they're in their mother's room. I think they pick up on lots of things. You know that the babies, like, the ear bones and the ear canal get developed in, like, 
early on in their when they're in their in the womb, and they stay that exact same size the rest of their life. Hmm. It's like one of the few things that stays the same That's size. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I How guess do you know it, that my dad taught me that one. Uh. Good old daddy o. Daddy. Daddy. Daddy, you taught me that. Thank you, daddy. <laughs> Thank you, daddy. Um. So yeah. No, that's. It, I think it's so fascinating. Mother's voice. Um. But daddy's voice. <laughs> no, daddy. Daddy. Can a mother's love actually help a baby live and or save a baby's life? Yes. Why is that? Just is. <laughs> um, yes, I absolutely. Guess an example I would put out would be of when a baby is maybe born premature or very blue, and in the hospital they'll put the baby on the mother's chest, and their mother, the chest will instantly act like an incubator and keep the baby's temperature where it needs to be. Yeah, that's why they another way to take preemies that I think they just are like Australia or somewhere. Uh huh. They instead of putting them in an incubator. Incubator. They put them on incubator. the mo- They have these things that keep the babies strapped to the mama's chest, mm-hmm. and the ch- your mo- the mother's chest will change and act like an incubator and keep the baby at the temperature it needs to be. The body is so fascinating. Yeah. Like it's called a koala something crater. Oh, cool. I don't know. It's like this thing you when you wear in babies where you keep them on your chest. Yeah. I mean, just to think about the breast milk changing as need be, like. The body changing as, as the baby needs it. Like, these kind of things are just, you would think would just blow someone's mind when they think about how incredible that is. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's insane. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I already asked that one. At what age will your child sleep in a bunk bed? <laughs> Smiley face. I put At that on there. what age will my child sleep in a bunk bed? Yeah, are they like really toddler age like or bunk older? Beds. What? They're just a lot of work. What? No one really likes sleeping in them. Uh, I, I won't get a bunk bed unless I need to for like functionality. Yeah. You know. Well, would you have bunk beds if you whether had two kids can, of the same gender? Or would you get two separate I single can, beds? I don't have two separate single beds. Other that's I can oh. have more like guests. I could have more guests and they could all sleep in their own bed by having bunk beds in one room. But, like, again, functionality. I don't actually think anyone enjoys sleeping in bunk beds. Did you imagine trying to change the sheets on the top bunk? Yeah, it's miserable. I've yeah. done it before. So, I don't really like bunk beds unless okay. it's, like, functionality. Just get more in one room. Even if you happen to have two kids that really wanted bunk beds? Yeah, I'd be like... Enjoy your king-size bed, kid. <laughs> Just kidding. I wanted a hammock bed so bad. That would be sweet. In my room, I tried to beg my parents to let me have that. That'd be really cool, actually. Like my mom's like, I don't know if it's good for your back. I'm like, mom. Mom. Um, what is your ideal number of kids to have, and what gender? Two to four. Two to four. I think probably two, but two to four, and ideal gender is. Is it a fifty girls split? and boys both? But like, what's the like? Is it fifty fifty? You want girls even, and boys or? both? Do you want more girls? Than if I boys? had to pick, I'd take one more girl than I have boys. So if you happen to have an odd number of three, you'd rather have two girls, one boy. I think so, because having three boys and one girl is just like, oh, too much. <laughs> like a a boy can be raised by girls and survive quite well. A girl being raised <laughs> by boys, I just don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you don't yeah. know. Yeah, you don't know. Hmm. Yeah. So like eight boys, one girl. 
Don't know what's going to happen to the girl. Come on. She was older. She raised you. That is true. She was gone before half of you were even alive. I am the youngest of nine, and my sister, my one sister, is second oldest. Yeah. Right? Basically, a second mom helped raise a lot of us, changed a lot of diapers. Like, when would she move out? Like, how old were you when she moved out? Um, She's 14 years older. So I was only four when she moved out. So. There you go. <laughs> but, like, every, uh, every birthday of mine, we'd go up to Seattle when she was in college. So that so was pretty cool. On your birthday, yeah, you would drive to Seattle to see her. My not parents. she would come see you. No, yeah. My parents and I, we'd go up to... Because she was still in school. So every birthday, you would... Your parents would drive to see her yeah. in college. It was like a fun trip we took. Why was that like your birthday thing? I don't do? know why it was just my birthday, but... It's so random that it was like on your birthday. Yeah. It's funny. But it was good. Um, which gender would you like to have first? A boy or a girl? A girl... Boy, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. What do you think would be a better eldest sibling? Girl or a boy? Probably a girl. Why? You want another uh, second mom? Help raise the kid? No, I yeah. just... Girls are easier. Have one for them first and get practice and have the boy. Why do you think girls are easier? They just are. They'll have like a little wee-wee. You can train <laughs> them how to pee in the toilet. That is correct. They do not have a wee wee. That yeah, is a it's good. So much easier. That is a. Girls become complicated, more complicated at age about thirteen. Yeah, and why but is that? But so do boys. It's true. So we're not really like they're really they're all just complicated. Do you think everyone becomes more complicated at that age? Which which gender do you think you'd raise better, a boy or a girl? Uh, I definitely feel more confident at raising girls. Uh huh. Because it's comfortable, but I think I'd actually be really good at both. I think I'd be a great boy's mom. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be so protective of him. <laughs> so protective. Uh. Like, I'm protective of my girls, too, but, like, I'd be super protective of my, my son. Yeah. Like, would not, like, let a girl who is just, like, hoish be around him ever. <laughs> ever. Oh, my goodness. If I think she's hoish, <laughs> she has hoish ways, she's not going to be around my son. What do you think our kids are going to look like? Well, we're both short and blonde, so go figure. I'm You're 5'9", I'm 4'11". We're both short little midgets. We're both athletic build, short, blonde-ish, so. I'd say probably. You have blue eyes, I have brown eyes. They're going to be blue-eyed. You don't know that. They're going to be blue-eyed. Basically, almost, I think all my nieces and nephews, which is up to like 14 now, all except for I think one have blue eyes. I'm fine with that. Blue eyes are beautiful. Do you like blue eyes better than brown eyes? Um, I like all eyes equally. Do you like blue eyes better than brown eyes? I like all eyes equally. Do you like my brown eyes? I think that our kids are going to be probably average height, is my guess, and blonde hair. based on Not the average, that. on the shorter side. I think that, Come on. I think they're going to get daddy's We're, jeans, and they're going to be... I have insanely tall jeans on my side. They just, but I, I didn't get them. They just passed through. I was you? saying, you're talking about jeans. I have like people who are like over six foot tall, towering Germans on my That's side of the family. That's grandpa on my side too. Yeah, so maybe our kids will be tall. They could be, and they could be twins for all we know. No. <laughs> why? It's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you're gonna just have two kids, why don't you just have them at the same time when your body's already twins are always weird expanded. Every twin I've ever known is a little weird. Yeah. I knew I twins in college, Ross and Reed Rollins. There you go. Point proven. They were pretty fun. Ross guys. and Reed. <laughs> Ross and Reed. <laughs> Sorry. I... They were nice. They were fun. Being rude. Cool kids. 
<laughs> Super fun. Um, Ross? Twins. But then you, you get to buy the same outfit twice, and it's just, uh, Oh, my gosh. So they easy. probably fight. Mm. What else do we have on here? What other questions did you have? Actually, I made up that last one, because that's me on the spot. Okay. But why do you think you would raise a girl better? I, I know you said you raise each one I equally, would. but you'd prefer a girl. Do you think you would raise a girl better? And why? Um, Is it just because you are a girl and that would be much, like, you would understand? I didn't say I'd raise them better. I just, it wouldn't be out of my comfort zone is what I meant. I didn't say it'd be better. It just would be easier as far as not out of my comfort zone. But I still think I'd be good at raising a boy. Still good at raising a boy? Because I have experience keeping boys away from my girls. I don't have experience keeping girls away from boys. <laughs> Is that because you know, like, what other girls are thinking or, like, how they're, sure. they're acting? Like, I don't know. Why do, you, why do you think you're going to be able to keep other girls away from boys? I just know some of the key things that, like... Gotta watch out for. Uh, girls who just, like, have their heads screwed on straight. Like, kind of the, with the environment they're raised in versus girls that don't. Yeah. Um, boys. Ah! That hurt. Gosh. Sorry. Just trying to figure out this nail situation. Well, I mean, do you... Do you want your kid to do... I'll be honest. I feel like there's a bit more pressure on boys at this age and day and age. Like, for raising a boy and having him turn out to be a good man bit more pressure you're gonna just raise a gentleman that's what we're gonna raise yeah but there's a bit more pressure like it's all right we love we love to be under pressure not that the ladies are any better out there these days but you know um if you do you, are you gonna make your kid do like music and play instruments uh, yeah i love or do music. sports I think music is very good choir sure all of it all of it are you gonna make them though yep because they're going to be, like, oh. <laughs> excited to do it because they don't want to be bored at home all the time. Because they're not going to be right. able to play video games. They're not going to be able to play video games at home. I wasn't. They're going to want to go do these fun activities. They're going to read lots of books. Honey, you were a little bit nerdy hey. and shy when you were little. Hey. <laughs> okay. It's hey. okay. You turned out really good. I did okay. <laughs> and you probably just, like, read books and then, like, like, Hmm. And then, like, followed your mom around and, like, tried to mail help her or something. Yeah, I was a good baker. Aww. I was a good uh, good assistant. <laughs> um, what, do you have a certain instrument that you'd like them to play, or you just, doesn't really matter Piano. to you? Piano. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever else I like. So no video games, huh? Nope. What, what age? of their time. What Waste age do they get a cell phone? Of their time. Whenever they need to have a cell phone. It's not an age. It's based off what they're doing with their life. Yeah. Like if they're traveling a lot or doing activities a lot because that's what their life demands, I'd give them a cell phone for safety. But wouldn't you, as their parent, normally be there with them? But they don't get a cell phone just so they can like access the internet or be on Instagram. Yeah, but wouldn't you think that, hey, if your kid's doing a lot of activities, like he's playing a bunch of sports or doing something, in which case he's traveling, wouldn't you be going and watching, in which case they probably well, I'm not with them all the time. No. Well, I mean, there was always at least one of my parents at every mm. normal sporting event. Nice. Just to make sense, I mean. Must be nice. Well, I'm just normally the sporting events on the weekend. If one of your parents is working all the time, the other parent has lots of other responsibilities and kids to deal with. It's 
it's hard for them to always be everywhere you are. It's true. You know? Yeah. If they trust you to go through things on your own, that could be how it's going to be. All right. Final question written in invisible ink. Um, written in invisible, invisible ink. ink. We actually can't see in it. In other words, it's not written down. It just came Come from on. your brain. What age do you think is ideal for starting to have kids? Like physically? Physically. Probably younger. Physically. Emotionally. And like financially. Like everything oh, coming together. Financially. To be a perfect fit. Oh, financially, it just depends because there are people who are financially good to go at 19 years old, but they're not emotionally or maturity good to go or like ready in their stage of life to go out having kids. There are people who are 35 and they're still not financially ready to have kids, but they need to have having kids. So yeah. it just depends on the person. I don't have like a specific age because people are ready to go financially. Some people at 18 years old and other people are at 21, other people at 22, other people at finally they get there at 36 you know is it true that women have a clock inside of them that internal clock I, internal that's what clock i've been told i haven't currently that felt will just that. be like boom i want to have a kid right I've now i've heard that that's what i've heard are you do you fear the clock that it'll no. take and you won't be ready like financially or emotionally i don't feel or feel fear my clock i just fear wasting time and like spending a whole lot of the best years of your life when you're in your between 20 age 20 and 30 not doing what you wish you'd be doing yeah i totally. fear that if you're living with regrets mm. <laughs> yeah or being like wow i'm 30 i would love to start having kids now but i can't because i still haven't like or like i should feel great about having kids but still haven't figured I'd, things out yet you know, yeah exactly that, that wouldn't be fun yeah. Gotcha. Well, do you have any other comments about babies, infants, toddlers? Um, I don't think newborns are cute at all. I'm sure I love my own. They did, I hate little babies. <laughs> but you don't think toddlers, ugh, like, loved, like, when they have fat cheeks, oh toddlers, and, like, they start to talk. <gasps> oh, they just get me. I love them. <laughs> love them. When they start, they start to, to kind of actually grow hair. Yeah, it's a good age. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you can just start to tell just how smart they are. So, huh. well, that's good to know. Let's let's do hope that you like your own baby when they're born. I'm sure I will. I'm sure there will be some sort of emotional connection, some sort of bond, if you will, as you release endorphins. Um, well, guys, that was a kind of look into, I guess what we are planning for with having kids again we have no experience whatsoever with children um we are just basing it solely off of what we think we will be doing and that can totally change and we again are not criticizing anyone who has different opinions because again we know nothing um in regards to what it's going to be like when we are actually parents are you scared at all are you excited are you nervous? What are your emotions? Uh, I don't really think about it much since it's kind of far away still for us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to have like a couple bedrooms in our house before we decide to have a kid. That's and kind of my thing. a few hundred thousand in our bank account, right? Oh my right? gosh, that'd be ideal. <laughs> right? That would be ideal. Right? That'd be a buffer. Right? Barely a buffer. Right? Something like that. 
So. Is college a must? Mm. Answer is no. It's never a must. It's not a must. Don't say it's a must. It, it, it's not a must. I would like my kid it to go to college. It can be a positive thing. It is not some because think of all the kids that go to college. They're just you would never want your kid. But to that's be like on them. our kid. They're going to be a gentleman. They're going to be driven. I'm just saying. Intelligent. Just musically saying, talented, athletically the talented. Answer for success. Agreed. You can go to a trade school. Mentally, you can be an entrepreneur. Yes. Agreed. But let's do this. Maybe education will be our next topic. How does that sound? Sounds good. Education. Oh. Here we come. Here we come. We'll try to get one in between now and then. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening again. Thanks for checking on this podcast, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.